Hello and welcome to Rotary Youth Exchange Tips and Tricks. Today's a special episode because the person I'm introducing is not actually going to be the person that I'm about to interview, but the person who's going to interview me. So Jade is also a former exchange student. She went to Hungary in 2017-2018, absolutely loved her experience, thought that she grew so much from it, but just couldn't figure out what she wanted to talk about for the podcast. And so when we were discussing what she wanted to do, we came up with the idea that she would make a really good host and she could interview me because I haven't really introduced myself yet. So today's podcast touches on two things primarily. It's more so my experience being a very young exchange student and how I worked my education around my exchange to still be able to graduate with my friends, which are two pretty big topics that uh, affect certain demographics, um, mainly those worried about their education or exchange students who are planning to go out at 14 or 15 years old. So yeah, keep listening if either of those things interest you or if you just want to get to know me in general. And thank you so, so, so much to Jade for doing this interview. As always, our email is rotex5360 at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Hello, Baya. Hi, Jade. So we've heard all, we've heard you talk with all the other students, but it's time to hear from your point of view. So where did you go on exchange and what was life like for you there? So I was on exchange in Switzerland in 2016-2017. And life there was oddly different, but oddly similar to my life back in Canada. Um, generally speaking, the climate was the same. The amount of hours I spent in school were pretty similar. So I didn't have much of a jump, you could definitely say. And my host families even ended up being fairly similar in terms of values and curfews and everything to my family here back home. So it wasn't actually a crazy adjustment. That being said, obviously, I was on a different continent and didn't speak the language and still had many, many hiccups along the way. But I I don't want to say I was fortunate, but um, I was kind of in a unique position where, unlike some exchange students, I didn't have any catastrophic changes that really threw me off being in Switzerland. I was in a pretty mountainous town, and I'm pretty close to the mountains here, and I went to school just the same that I did. I really enjoyed having some freedom from the train, which I didn't have before I went on exchange. And I loved how central everything in Europe was, which is definitely a lot different than it was in Canada. But overall, yeah, it was probably averagely similar, we'll say. Not a bad thing always. Not always a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It made the adjustment very comfortable and um, it made learning the language I found a lot easier to grasp. So how old were you when you did go then? I was definitely on the younger end of the recommended age spectrum, I guess you could say. And I was 15. I had just turned 15 when I went on exchange. So I did all of my training and prep when I was 14. And then I was actually the youngest student that was sent out from my district here in Canada. 
And I was the youngest student in the entire country of Switzerland for the 2016-2017 youth exchange year. Wow. So how do you think that your age affected your experience? Did you ever feel too young to be there? Because I know a lot of districts, they can have people up to 18 that are even there. So did you feel your age was a big uh, impact on your exchange? I guess and no. There's definitely two ways of looking at that. And it was funny actually talking to just normal people saying oh yeah like as a 14 year old saying oh yeah I'm gonna go live in Switzerland for a year (laughs) they were like okay and so you're coming back at Christmas right or like you're gonna make regular trips back home and I was like no like I'll be in Switzerland for the whole year and people just couldn't seem to grasp that I was going uh away at 14 for a whole year and that my parents secondly were sending me like there were some people who definitely thought bad of my parents after which thankfully is something that they were very okay with. Um, They really trusted Rotary and understood the whole point of the exchange. And I knew that I was ready. I had done all the applications myself and I had made a plan for myself and I really intended to follow through with the year and I really enjoyed my experience. And I didn't feel like I had any less of an experience than anyone who went on any other age. Um, In fact, in Switzerland, they actually put everyone into 10th grade that comes on exchange, no matter how old you are. So it was nice for me because every other exchange student in Switzerland was an 18-year-old or a 17-year-old or 16-year-old being put into a lower level class, just for the purpose of friends and uh, the fact that that's a good year to come into the Swiss school system. That was just generally how they did it. And so for me, it was nice because I was actually in a class with kids who were the same age as me and everyone else had a little bit harder of an adjustment fitting into their class. I heard from others talking throughout the year. So I was fortunate that way. There were times definitely in social situations or hanging out with exchange students or things like that where I didn't quite feel that I was as prepared for hanging out with 18 year olds at Things, things like language camp and stuff that I definitely had to get accustomed to and had to learn some social norms that I just didn't have to know as a 14-year-old that were very normal things for 18-year-olds to know. But I feel like overall, I would definitely recommend anyone thinking of doing it at age 15 or 14, definitely go ahead and do that. If you feel like you're mature enough to fill out the application and pass the interview process, and obviously I was screened by Rotary and Rotarians and the interview and I felt like I was ready to go and they felt like I was ready to go it's definitely something that I would consider taking and now at such a young age the amount that I've been able to get out of my exchange both through high school um, and now going into university I feel like has been a huge impact on myself that I wouldn't have the opportunity to have if I had chosen to go on exchange at 17 or 18. Yeah, I'm very impressed, honestly. I definitely, I don't think I could have done it at 14. But yeah, I know the couple 14-year-olds that were on exchange with me, like, there are some, there's some really good, mature people there. And yeah, they, they're there because they want to be there. And honestly, I'm very, I I just, I'm so impressed with them, with people who can do it at 14 and know that's what they want to do and succeed like you have. (laughs) Thanks, Jade. All right. So what were some skills that you picked up during your exchange that otherwise you don't think you probably would have? 
Uh, definitely language. Language was huge. And just for anyone who's thinking of going to Switzerland or considering it, I actually went into Switzerland thinking that I was going to be learning German and I studied some German and on Rosetta Stone, they made us do some Rosetta Stone lessons before we went out. And I learned all these normal high German words, like, but they were obviously pretty formal. Um, and then I got to Switzerland and I realized those were only things that people actually said in like North Germany and that Swiss accents were totally out of whack and very hard to understand from like a normal German perspective. So Swiss German is very real. Everyone who thinks they want to go to Switzerland, don't pretend that it's not real and it's just normal German because it's definitely totally different. And Swiss people will actually switch their tone. I, I don't want to say tone. Tone's not the right word. You could even say language almost from the way that they read and write to the way that they speak. So Swiss German is a spoken language. It's a very interesting dialect that is only spoken at home and they speak high German so the normal German that is spoken throughout Germany um, in normal institutions and in school so day-to-day -day life is conducted almost in a different language than normal life and the best way I could compare this is imagine learning your like reading and speaking a very normal American accent in school and then going home and talking to your family in like a super heavy Scottish accent that we almost as American or Canadian accents can't understand. It's a very weird concept. So being in Switzerland, I definitely picked up on almost two languages, I guess you could say. Um, two dialects for sure, if you didn't want to exaggerate it that much. And so now coming out of that year, I I'm able to understand and speak with Germans in their German dialect. And I also have a pretty decent Swiss dialect as well, which is kind of fun. And then another thing that I really picked up on during exchange was skiing. My family had a house in the mountains and I was low-key forced to take two weeks of ski lessons during my February break. And while at the time like I wasn't a huge fan of them and I know coming from Canada like you'd think I only live a couple hours from Banff that I would be a very good skier but it just wasn't something that my family was very into and so I got there and I thought I could ski pretty well I could not ski very well at all I had just been skiing like a few times like once a year for my whole life and I got there and they decided to put me through lessons and I went constantly almost every weekend for my entire exchange. And then I actually ended up coming home, convincing my parents to get a ski pass. And now my whole family skis very regularly for almost all of our winter vacations. And we're all very, very good skiers. So that's another thing that I really learned from exchange that I wouldn't have picked up on and that my family advertently wouldn't have picked up on if it hadn't been for my year abroad. Oh, that's really fun. And you got lots of opportunities here in Canada, as you said, to practice. Yeah, it's awesome that way. It's not like you picked up surfing. No. <laughs> All right. Um, so how do students normally work their academics or high school around their Rotary Youth Exchange? So the average way of doing this 
is that, and obviously it's it somewhat varies per country, but generally a Rotary Youth Exchange student has to go spend their year abroad and then come back and redo the year that they had just done abroad. Because Rotary heavily advertises that they do not take responsibility for transferring of credits or anything of that sort, and that they do not expect the exchange year to count towards your grades. And it's just a well-known fact among former Rotary Youth Exchange students and Rotary Youth Exchange students themselves that many people end up coming home and graduating a year later than they otherwise would have. That being said, though, you don't necessarily have to do it that way. I know you can do an exchange year after you've already graduated. So I know many people who did it as a gap year. And there are there is some controversy around going on exchange when you already should have been moved out anyway. I know different districts uh, are, think that people who have already graduated are more unruly on exchange. And obviously it's on a case-by-case basis. But generally you can do it for a gap year and then you don't have to come back. You could also, and this is the way I did it, just be really, really diligent about your educational planning. So the way that classes work in Canada and in Alberta specifically, because it varies from province to province, is that you need so many classes and so many credits to get into the university program that you'd like to get into. And coming from Alberta and in most of Canada, universities really look at your grade 11 and your grade 12 marks. So you really pay attention to how your classes are structured and maybe if you know in the back of your head what you would like to do in university then you don't necessarily need to take as many courses are recommended and you don't need to take all these options as long as you get your graduation certificate you can take some summer school classes and you can do some there are some summer camp options where you can get your career courses or your gym courses in a summer camp in the summer and then still take courses alongside that or online there's lots of options to be able to not have to do a full year when you come back and I would definitely recommend if the only thing holding you back is that you would really want like to graduate with your friends and you're like oh I'm perfect for this program I really think it would be a great thing for me to do however I don't want to come home and then have to graduate with the year below me because I know it sucks that know a lot of people who have done it and have not been the biggest fan of doing that so if that's the only thing holding you back I would definitely recommend sitting down with a counselor making a plan and seeing what options are available to you because there's way more options available to you than you think so did you end up graduating in the year you would have originally before going on exchange then yes I did so what I did in grade nine, I decided that I really wanted to do this and I applied, I got accepted for the program. And then I took one class, one grade 10 class online while I was doing my normal grade nine classes. And then I did some summer school and then I went off to Switzerland and in Switzerland, I really, I knew that there was a chance that I might get transfer credits and you can check with your school or your provincial education system or um, I don't know what the equivalent would be for the states but you can check and see what credits might transfer and then when I got to Switzerland 
I formed really good relationships with all my teachers. I had almost a perfect attendance. And I knew that there was a chance that some of those credits would transfer. So I tried really hard. I put a lot of effort into my studies. And it really helped with my language at the same time. So I would recommend for people who are really gung-ho on perfecting their language, doing your homework really helps with your language. Fun fact. Um, And so I really tried in school in Switzerland and my teachers really noticed that and at the end I got them to all give me both my mark and then a description of what the class was and what I had exactly completed and then I came back to Alberta where I live normally and Alberta education went through my marks and then they had a description of what each class was and then they knew the school that I had gone to and I actually got quite a few credits to transfer over. So now you have to be careful about doing this because I did it in grade 10. So no university ever is going to care about what your grade 10 marks are. On my official Canadian transcript, they actually went in my transcript as a P just for a pass. So the university doesn't know if I got a 90% in grade 10 English or if I got a 50%. They just know that I passed it which for grade 10 is good enough. So if you are somebody who is trying to use uh, transfer credit for a university prerequisite, I wouldn't recommend getting those to transfer over because at least in Alberta, they're not going to give you an actual number grade and you need that to get into university. So that would be when you could look into doing summer school or something of the sort. But that being said, no university cares where you got like your gym credit or in my case, um, we're at a Catholic school in Alberta. So my religion credit, no university is really going to care about. So you can look at even if you just want to take certain classes and have them hopefully transfer over or even guarantee transfer over. If you can check with your educational institution beforehand, then you can properly plan out how you're going to do that. And it's definitely something worth looking into, even if it doesn't end up working out in the end. Okay, so you touched on people who don't want to graduate without their friends. So do you have any more tips for them for these for what these people can do besides uh, figuring out other courses? Do you have any other tips for them? For everyone out there, I know they probably don't want to hear this, but really be flexible and realize that if you're counting on having your credits transfer, it might not always work out. Um, and also realize that if you are planning to do what I did in my case and have a large portion of your credits count that you might be missing out on some cultural experiences doing your homework over exchange that is one of the beauties of the Rotary Youth Exchange is for some people it can be a really nice break and a great year for them to get to know themselves and to really not have anything stopping them from traveling making friends going out every night something along those lines so really know yourself and know whether you're going to have the due diligence or want to have the due diligence when you get on exchange to pursue that kind of activity and as much as it sucks getting things done before and after summer school is great for this kind of thing and there should be like I said camp options or other options depending on the courses that you have to get done for you to look into and that it's going to be a challenge for sure I did not enjoy doing grade 10 classes on top of grade 9 but I got it done and that's where going early can also help is that your marks in grade 9 or grade 10 don't necessarily matter so anyone 
who's planning on doing an exchange at some point and is maybe 14 years old and not sure when they want to do it. It worked out amazingly for me going out for grade 10 because none of those classes particularly mattered. And I wasn't in the position where I was incredibly stressed out about them. But also just knowing that it's a roller coaster, you might get denied transfer credits. That sucks. So if you have a plan and you're prepared beforehand, then go for that. I know I've heard stories about people trying to do normal school online while they were in their foreign country. That I've never heard anything good about, unfortunately. Um, I have heard people, yeah, say they were missing deadlines because of time differences. It really put an unnecessary stress on their exchange experience in general. At least the credits that I was making up were in German and they were really connected to my culture and my classmates and my friends. So that was really beneficial for me. But trying to put yourself in a position where you're constantly back home and you're doing one or more classes online in Canadian time when you're sitting in Europe or Asia and you're very far away from Canadian time is a challenge. And just know that you might end up doing exams at like 2 a.m. And that I personally, and I mean, not that I personally did it, but from what I've heard, would not recommend taking that route. Yeah, I, I knew, I, there was a couple people that I knew, yeah, who did the same thing, took a couple courses when they were on exchange, and it just takes that time away from your host country there, so. Yeah. But, and but if you can do it, I mean, kudos, kudos to you. Exactly, for sure. You know yourself, and as much advice as I can give you, I can't tell you what you're capable of, so. Yeah. So how did it feel to come back home, and you, you were gone, you said, as a younger, as a younger one? So how did it feel to come back and go back into grade 11, having so much life experience and independence and going back and now having to be a young teenager, high schooler again and live back home? It was difficult. I'm not going to lie. Even going into my normal grade was definitely a challenge. Um, And I did switch up my friend group dramatically from before I left. Not that anything bad happened with the friends who I was friends with before it's just that I had changed a little bit being on exchange and we weren't necessarily on the same wavelength anymore and the friends that I made coming back are friends that I really have kept up with and that I would say are on track to being lifelong friends so I'm almost grateful in that aspect for the struggle that I had initially that really created some long-standing friendships And I also really liked coming back into grade 11. Actually, a lot of people saw that as a disadvantage, but I enjoyed having the whole grade 11 year to kind of figure out my social life, like I mentioned before, and gauge what I wanted to do, understand high school, everything like that. And then in grade 12, I was really comfortable and I really could make the most of my senior year, even though I wasn't necessarily there for the whole time I by the time I was in grade 12 I did feel like I was and I didn't feel out of place anymore so So you got you got adjusted back to the country then yeah I actually felt like it was almost a better situation for me to come back for two years of high school than it would have been to just come back for the one because I feel like graduation and social life wise I wouldn't have been quite as fulfilled graduating if I had gone out in grade 11 and then come back do you have any final tips, Maya, for someone who wants to go on exchange at 14 or 15? 
I'm going to say just go for it. Like, if you think it's something that's for you, definitely take the leap. Go, no matter how many people trash talk your parents about being bad parents for sending their kid halfway across the world at 15 or um or who just tell you you're crazy in general and I mean people tell 16 17 18 year olds that they're crazy too so don't feel like it's all coming at you if you feel like you're ready and you feel like you're out for the challenge absolutely go for it apply the Rotarians will help you along the way the Rotex the counselors everyone is there for you and everyone wants you to make the most out of your experience so don't let anyone tell you that you can't if you truly feel like you can I know that I felt like I could and not letting anyone tell me that I couldn't was the best decision that I've ever made in my life. Mm-hmm.